Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ermia Matters. I am Jenny Whittington, Ermia's Executive Director, and I am so pleased today to have one of our board members, Julie Groves from Wake Forest with us. And today we're, we are going to talk about the Regional Conference Series. So Julie, I'd love you to introduce yourself, give a little bit of background about how um, you got involved in higher education risk management and Ermia. And then we will talk about the Regional Conference Series. So take it away, Julie, and welcome. Great. Thank you, Jenny. I'm glad to be here. I am the Director of Risk Services at Wake Forest University in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I have been at the university for almost 21 years. I am a graduate of Wake Forest University. In fact, I'm a third generation graduate of the university. So after spending some time at a local bank, I came back to the university in 1999, and it uh, it was it, I, it was something I had always wanted to do was work for the university, and obviously it's been a good gig because I'm still here, and I don't think they want to get rid of me quite yet. When you were growing up, did you say I want to grow up and be a risk manager? I did not. <laughs> I, I, I had no idea what a risk manager was, and in fact. I uh, have degrees in English, so I got a job at Wachovia Bank as a trust administrator because they needed people who could read documents well and follow the restrictions and rules in the documents. And a position opened up at Wake Forest for a trust administrator. And so I applied for that position and got it. And after I had been here about nine months, my boss came to me and said, the person who does insurance has too much to do, so you're going to have to do that now too. So... (laughs) I, I sort of stumbled into this career, but it's been really great, and I, I, I enjoy it a lot. Terrific. And tell me about how you got involved with Ermia. I know you're a current board member, and I've known you for a number of years, but what was your your entryway into Ermia? Well, I had been looking at different associations to be a part of, and my uh, broker at the time, my client exec at the time at Marsh, suggested that I check out Ermia, and I did. I signed up, started um, looking at the Ermia information online, and I went to the annual conference that year, and ever, ever since then, I've been involved. So that was in 2008 at, in Washington, D.C., Terrific. And you, you were involved in the communications committee, right? Is that, Correct. Is that your, your early involvement? Yes, I signed up for the communications committee at the Washington conference. So I was on that for several years, and then I chaired it for several years. So it was a great committee to be on. We had a great group of people. Awesome. Well, again, it's so great to have you with us today, and we're going to we're going to be focusing on our regional conference series. And I wanted to start with just a general explanation about our regional conferences. So I get this question a lot, and I have over the years. People, members and non-members alike, will ask whether the whether Ermia has defined regions. And the, the, the quick answer is no, but that we have this regional conference series that we move around the United States. And even a year or two ago, we went to Canada. So we like to move these conferences around the U.S. to get to all of our members, basically. So we call it a regional conference series, but we're not defined by the region. Now, it, it does so happen that most of the people that attend these conferences are from the local region, but we do um, invite the whole membership to go to any of the conferences. Some of the content might be specific to the region, but in general, if it's more convenient for you to go to one that's not in your backyard, if you 
you know, had had a trip to that city, it, it is it is very acceptable. And we like to to see the, the furthest traveling member to each regional. So I just wanted to set the record straight that you can attend any of the regional conferences, whether you reside in California, and you want to go to uh, North Carolina or any of those things. So Julie, let's talk about your experience as the conference chair. Will you tell me a little bit about that? I had been to the regional conference, the Northeast Regional Conference, uh, several years ago. And while I thought it was a great way to have a short amount of time away from the office to spend and, and really a great way to network with a smaller group of people, and I felt like there was nothing closer to North Carolina than most of the Eastern Regional Conference, Northeastern Regional Conferences had been in the New England area. So I sort of lobbied for uh, a, a, an Eastern or a Southern Regional Conference. And last year, we were able to have our first Eastern Regional Conference, I think, in some time, and it was held in Richmond, Virginia. And I was the chair of that, and I really enjoyed that. It's, it's a different experience than the annual conference. And this year, I'm co-chairing the regional Eastern Regional Conference in Raleigh. So it's it's just a great time to be together with a smaller group of people and a more concentrated list of topics. And there, you know, the topics are there is one track the entire time. It's it's different than the annual conference in that the annual conference has concurrent sessions running all day long, and sometimes it's overwhelming trying to figure out which track to go to. With the with the regional conference. There is one one session all day long broken up into smaller sessions. And so you don't have to choose because that's what you get to go to. So it makes it a little easier. Yeah. And the regionals, I mean, my first Ermia uh, conference was a regional conference. It was back in Chicago a, a long time ago. And back in those days, it would be, you know, typical that we might have 40 to 60 people at a regional conferences. So these days, our regionals can be a little bit bigger. We expect probably a minimum of 75 people. And then in the in the Northeast and in the Boston area specifically, we've had upwards of 200 people. And at that one, we do we do run two separate tracks typically, not always, but it usually works out that way. So tell, tell us a little bit about your, your co-chair in Raleigh, because Lynn is kind of a new, new person to helping organize our conferences. I know she's been really supportive and bringing a lot of people from her system. Yes, Lynn works for the University of North Carolina system, which is a large system of the universities in North Carolina, the public universities in North Carolina. I believe there are 18 member institutions of that university system. And Lynn has done a great job of drumming up interest within the University of North Carolina system. And we have a lot of folks who may not have been at a regional conference before, who are uh, attending just because of Lynn's enthusiasm. And she has been great to work with. She's very enthusiastic, and she has gotten into this and rolled her sleeves up. She's not ever attended an Ermia Regional before, so she has done a great job rallying the troops to get folks uh, interested in this conference. Okay, so let's go back and uh, let's talk about the actual schedule of the Eastern Regional. It it kicks off on February 27th. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about the agenda? Well, we had a lot of great submissions. We had a, a lot of folks who wanted to present at this conference. And so we're doing the traditional 
conference, which begins with lunch, and then we have about a day's worth of sessions. So we go through from lunch through 4.30 um, on the first day. We have some meet and greet dinners that night, and then the next day we start again with breakfast at 7.30, and we go until noon. But because we had some really good submissions, we are doing a pre-conference session on Risky Business, how ERM supercharges organizational performance management. So anyone is welcome to come to that. There is a slight additional fee. It's not included in the general conference registration fee, but we think it's going to be really good. So for those who are coming for that, the, re- the registration begins at 9 o'clock. So you will basically be there from 9 until 4.30 the first day when we have our, our uh, sponsor-hosted reception. And then the next morning, we'll start with breakfast and go to the closing at noon. So it's really a little more than a full day at a conference, and it's but it's a lot packed into it, but it's very valuable information. Yeah, and the sessions, I know that we are we are going to kick off with the managing the hard insurance market, which I know has been a hot topic among our members. Right. What are the other topics that you guys are including? We are going to be talking about creating a risk network in experiential education, and we're going to be talking about cybersecurity, which is always something that's on everybody's top list of risks. We are talking about something very interesting Later in the afternoon on the first day, we're talking about viruses, vaccines, and mold, stopping the spread and managing legal risk. And for those of us, especially in the South, who have humid weather, mold is always something that's an issue for us. The second day, we're going to be talking about crisis management planning for study abroad, and we're going to be wrapping it up with deadly weapon event, what do you wish you had done yesterday? So it's thinking through how we can plan for things before they happen and not second guess them afterwards. That's, so that those are great topics and you know the coronavirus that everybody is dealing with right yes. now I'm sure that will come up in that session as well as a lot of um, networking and conversation that we will have while we're there. So that 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 lineup sounds really good. Now you mentioned some meet and greet dinners. Tell yes. tell me about how that's going to function. So The way meet and greet dinners function is we have folks who are on the Eastern Regional Committee. They volunteer to take a small group of 10 to 12 folks to a nearby restaurant. It's completely optional. So if you're sort of an introvert and you are tired of seeing people, you're welcome to go back to your room and eat from room service. (laughs) But if you would like to have an opportunity to get to talk to folks in a little bit smaller of a group, then I encourage you, if you're coming to one of these conferences, to sign up for one of these dinners. And generally the way that works is we will make an announcement and have some information about which restaurants and who is leading groups to these certain restaurants. And then you can just sign up to join one of these groups. It's, you know, everybody pays for themselves, but it's a great way to have a smaller group time with folks and to to really network and make uh, connections with with a smaller group of folks. That's terrific. And I had referenced earlier when my first Ermia conference was a Chicago regional, and those dinners are are a lot of fun. It is a great way to to do some informal networking and really get to know our members. And if you're new to Ermia, if you're a non-member, it's a great way to kind of check us out to see, you know, what Ermia membership is all about and the camaraderie between members. 
So the the regional sounds great. I'm looking forward to attending in Raleigh. The hotel, I believe, is a is a brand new property, right? The it's state fairly new. new yes, yeah. I have not been there, but the folks from the Ermia Home Office have checked it out, and they've said it's very nice. It looks it looks nice online. Terrific. So we are going to switch gears a tiny bit and talk about the other uh, regionals that are in our lineup this year. So they include the Western Regional that's taking place March 12th and 13th. And we are looking forward to going to the Citizen Hotel there in Sacramento. And that that schedule is fully up online if anybody wants to check out their schedule. They're real similar to the schedule that Julie has gone through for the Eastern Regional, although they are not doing a the pre-con optional event. But I know that they are also doing the meet and greet dinners there. And we've gotten a lot of great information about the local restaurants there in Sacramento. Do you have anything to add about the Western Regional, Julie? I don't. Okay. I think they are repeating a couple of the sessions. Mm-hmm. They are doing the the managing the hard market, I believe, there as well. So you guys should check out that conference. And then we are going to a different um, area of the country, um, the Northeast Regional, which is happening on April 15th and 16th, is moving to Philadelphia this year. Julie had talked about attending the Northeast Regional, and we've had it in the Boston area for many a year. And the Babson Executive Conference Center has been our home many a time. But the last couple of years, we've been in Providence. And this year, we are checking out Philadelphia, and Lisa Zamaro from Temple is our chair there. So that's that conference schedule is online. I encourage everybody to check it out. They do have, they are doing a pre-conference session there, so check that out. And they do run two tracks there, so please check that out. And then our last uh, conference of the year will be in Cincinnati, and it is taking place on May 18th and 19th. And it is being co-chaired by Anita Ingram from University of Cincinnati and Robin Oldfield from University of Dayton. I did want to give a plug for new members and people that are haven't checked out a uh, regional conference. And Julie, you did this a little bit yourself. This is a great way to, to be, get your foot in the door at a regional conference. It's much uh, smaller a much smaller environment, much more intimate. Things happen at a, at a much slower pace. So if you had any advice you wanted to give to a new member or somebody who was thinking about checking us out, what would that be, Julie? I would say that one of the great things about the regional conferences is for those folks who are new to Ermia and they want to check it out, but they may not be able to spend several days away from the office that a regional conference is obviously much shorter than the annual conference. And it's basically the equivalent of one day of programming with a night in the hotel where the annual conference lasts for several days. And, you know, it's often air travel is often required. But because of these things are much more local, a lot of people can drive to these conferences. Conferences is often an option for some attendees. Also, the registration is lower the cost of this kind of conference is lower than the annual conference so this is a great way to get your feet wet to come in and see what you think about ermia and you know the, because the fee is lower it's not uh, you're not having to pay out as much to go to it and i would also say if you're new and 
you're an introvert. I understand that sometimes going to these large conferences can be overwhelming. And this is a great way to come into a smaller group, get to know a few people, and then decide if you like Ermia and if if it's something that you want to continue to pursue. And once you get your feet wet, wet with the regional conferences, I feel sure that you'll want to attend the annual conferences because it's it's the regional conferences just at a much larger level with much more information. Yeah. And one thing that we do try to do at most of the regional conferences is have some kind of organized roundtable discussions. I know last year in Richmond, we did it kind of in a, we did it in a slightly different format, but I know the topics were like enterprise risk management and Keisha Trim from University of Richmond talked about scooters and those kind of, you know, informal discussions you have with your peers and then the, our affiliate members, the, the, you know, the groups that help support higher education risk management they're invaluable. So, I mean, that, that kind of networking and in-person FaceTime you get at a regional conference is definitely worth a look. So I would encourage everybody to check out our regional web pages on the website and consider attending a regional this year. Definitely mark your calendars for the annual conference later, later this year too. We'll definitely uh, be promoting that a great deal coming up soon. So, Julie, thank you so, so much for being um, the, my guest today on Happy the podcast to series. And to Julie it. was fundamental in making the podcast series a um, reality. So thank you, Julie, for being on the Ermia board and making this happen for us. So that will be a wrap on uh, this edition of Ermia Matters. Thanks again, Julie Groves, for being my guest. Happy to be here. Thank you so much, Jenny. The Ermia Matters podcast is brought to you by the University Risk Management and Insurance Association. You can find and subscribe to the podcast on any podcast app. And while you're there, we'd appreciate if you'd give us a five-star review. And be sure to visit www.ermia.org. That's www.urmia.org to check out our wealth of online resources. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.